Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, September 19th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. Google launched new initiatives through Google Pay in India. The Spot platform will let merchants build branded commercial experiences, allowing users to see merchant goods within the Google Pay app, as well as being able to pay for them using a QR code. Google is also rolling out support for making credit and debit card payments through tokenized cards, which transmit a one-time token from a phone rather than the fixed card number. Support for Visa cards is issued through HDFC, Axis, Kotak, and Standard Chartered Banks rolls out in the next few weeks, while MasterCard and RuPay support will arrive in a few months. Google also launched Google Pay for Business in India, which allows small and medium businesses to enable digital payments for free. And finally, Google Pay will enable users to discover entry-level and white-collar jobs. This uses machine learning to surface relevant positions, with the user only having to supply what kind of job they're looking for and when they can start. Huawei launched the Mate 30 Pro smartphone. The device includes a 6.53-inch 2400x1176 display that curves over the edge of the device. Inside is the new Kirin 990 system on a chip, a 4500 mAh battery, 8GB of RAM, either 128 or 256GB of storage that's expandable by proprietary Huawei and M cards, with 4G and 5G variants available. There are three rear cameras on the back, two 40-megapixel sensors offering wide and ultra-wide lenses, a 8-megapixel zoom, as well as a depth-sensing time-of-flight sensor. The camera can shoot 4K at 60 frames per second, as well as super slow-mo 720p footage at 7,680 frames per second. There's also a 32-megapixel camera on the front. The phone also includes an in-screen fingerprint reader, supports 40-watt fast charging, and 27-watt wireless charging. The Mate 30 Pro runs Android 10-based EMUI 10, but doesn't come preloaded with Google Apps or Google Play services. Pricing starts at €1,099 for the 4G version and €1,199 for the 5G version. There's also the Mate 30 Pro Porsche Design RS model that starts at €2,095 and includes 12GB of RAM, 512GB of storage, with a Porsche-designed red and black leather back. Roku released updates to its Express and Ultra streaming boxes. The Express can now be entirely powered by the USB port commonly found on TVs, streams in HD, and is 10% smaller than the outgoing model. The new Ultra has been upgraded with a faster quad-core processor and more RAM, resulting in 17% faster channel launches and app launches up to 30% faster. The Ultra Remote also includes two programmable shortcut buttons that can perform any function available through voice commands, from launching a specific channel to adjusting TV settings. The Express costs $29.99 and the Ultra $99.99. Roku also announced Roku OS 9.2 will start rolling out to TVs and streaming devices this month. This adds Roku Zones, which aggregates content by genre and prioritizes free content from existing subscriptions. It also adds sleep timers, new search options, and the ability to control multiple Rokus from Google Assistant or Amazon Voice Services. Google updated its parental control software Family Link, adding the ability to set per-app screen time limits on devices. Previously, parents could only set limits on overall device screen time. Parents can also now assign bonus time, allowing for one-off additional allocations of screen time. Reuters discovered through Freedom of Information requests that officials from Facebook met UK regulators three times prior to announcing the Libra cryptocurrency project. 
a meeting with the junior minister and officials in charge of cryptocurrency policy at Britain's finance ministry happened on April 23rd. A meeting with the UK's Financial Conduct Authority happened April 24th. And Facebook met officials from the Finance Ministry, Bank of England, and FCA on May 14th. The ratings company Nielsen acquired a minority stake in the brand safety analyst OpenSlate. The two companies are partnering to provide data to advertisers on the quality and content of YouTube and Facebook videos, providing OpenSlate analytics as an add-on to Nielsen's digital ad ratings product. OpenSlate claims to have measured and scored content on over 600 million ad-supported videos. According to sources, the Nielsen stake values OpenSlate at $100 million. Microsoft partnered with the Texas-based ISP NextLink Internet to bring broadband to underserved rural areas in Iowa, Illinois, Kansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, and Texas. The partnership falls under Microsoft's AirBand initiative, which seeks to use TV white spaces to expand broadband coverage. NextLink is building out rural broadband as part of its U.S. FCC Connect America Fund award of $281 million over 10 years. In December, Microsoft announced AirBand had already expanded broadband to 1 million people across 16 states, with plans to add 2 million more by July 2022. And finally, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed Bill AB5 into law, changing the definition of who qualifies as a contract worker in the state. Uber has said it will push for new definitions, including a potential statewide ballot initiative. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.